Welcome everybody to Bitten by Radioactive Podcast, where we give powers to a name. My name is Demon Knight, and we have just gotten in after a very busy but very fun thought bubble over in Leeds. And who I cannot believe what kind of a festival that was. Guys, you had fun? You I'm not gonna fun? lie, we haven't been yet. What are you doing, Dean? <laughs> Okay, we, we, we pre-recorded this, but we can give our audience the illusion that we've been. I'll start, I'll start. Man, I cannot believe Brian K. Vaughan actually slayed a Cyclops in Leeds. Can you guys, do you remember that? Oof. He's talking about that drunken haze he fell into, you know, for several hours. Too much gin wine. As, I was going to say, as it always does when it comes to Thought Bubble. Potentially, we all had a potentially good time. It, it was potentially very fun, but I know for a fact that we very much love talking about the podcast, meeting fans, talking about superheroes. So to everyone who came, thank you going. very much. Yeah, or it's going. Yeah, we're in a bit of a weird situation, but we we already know we had a great time. Unless, like, Leeds was struck by lightning or something. Or... God, it must be nice to just have no worries like you two. Uh, well, it also, if you bought one of Jade's comics... Thank you very much indeed. Oh Wait, god, wait, don't what? just stop. What? I'm I'm actually on the edge of my seat looking at all of my stock and the shit I've got to pack <laughs> up for Thought Bubble. Just stop, stop. This is supposed to be a nice distraction from from work. No, there's no there's no stopping, Jade. There's always work to be done. So Jade, distract yourself for a moment. We we read a little comic every week to inspire our heroes to put fuel in the tank. What have you been reading? Tell oh, me. Oh, well, this is actually relevant to Thought Bubble, so I guess I can bring it up. Um, oh. So last year at Thought Bubble, I met, well, someone came to my table who was like super into Cafe Suada, and it was uh, Cap from the webcomic Shade Runners. Oh. Drawn by Cap and written by Lynn. And uh, so I've been catching up on that so that I can kind of go and... Do the same to their table. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the counter schmooze. Yes, exactly. The, the counter squee, I guess. But yeah, so uh, it's, it's a really interesting webcomic because um, you can kind of guess vaguely what it's about from the title. But uh, at first you think it's just a kind of typical grayscale comic. But what you don't realize is that the world the characters inhabit is actually in grayscale. Like they oh. see oh. in black and white color you say yes <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um basically a bit of backstory is that the the world used to have colors and it was bled dry by this queen who kind of took it all for herself like siphoned it into like these little bottles and then certain areas of the world became known for using color in specific ways so it became okay. like a part of their cultural history hmm and so in the current world, in the in this modern age, and I should note, it's um, set in kind of like a, a jazz era setting. So like 20s, 30s, like roaring 20s. Yeah, everything's setting. kind of the bee's knees, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like clams. the amount of lingo is just, oh, it's great. It reminds me of when I did um, a jazz version of Antony and Cleopatra and just everything was the bee's knees. <laughs> everything was like aces, etc. you know. Cloche uh, hats, yeah, yeah, the cocktail dresses, all that kind of jazz. Eh? So, <laughs> yeah, so we follow a character called uh, Domingo Valdez, who's from a country called uh, Tourmaly, I think that's how you pronounce it. And mm -hmm. they're known for sort of tattooing people. And, you know, way back in history, their tattoos were done with a very specific color from, you know, that, that historical background that I mentioned. Yeah. And he ends up sort of dragged into this... Um, underground group of shade runners who are trying to steal back just these tiny bits of color that they can find from various noble houses yeah um because it's there's kind of like this setup of the descendants of this queen and various rich people from sort of five different areas have purchased the remains of color from this queen's tomb yeah and so no one really knows where these colors are but these shade runners this this underground group they seem to have an inkling of who might have a bit okay so yeah it's like um just kind of really fun heist hijinks i guess with like a thrown together family of people um and mm. i just really love the artwork and the the glimpses of color that you get in this grayscale art is just lovely and it's 
I think one of the bits that sticks out for me is the main character asking the other people to explain what color is. Like he just oh. keeps going, but but what is it? And they go, well, it's uh, hmm. One of them gets really philosophical. One of them explains quite literally, and I'm just sat there thinking, it's pigment. It's pigment. <laughs> <laughs> cones and rods. You know about cones and rods. <laughs> oh, I guess. Hey, everybody out there! If you want your comic featured on Bitten by a Radioactive podcast, simply use color in an interesting way, and we'll yes. pick that shit up faster than you can say coloring crayons. Seriously, though, coloring is so hard. Like, it's, if you get it right, if you get your color scheme spot on, I will be all over that shit. Too right. Speaking of colors, Josh Randall. It's funny you should mention colors because, as well as a few bits that have kind of influenced my pick for this week, one was um, we mentioned. The colorist on last week's episode, uh, Matt Wilson, yes, for his work on Young Avengers, mm-hmm. and then yes. a couple of other bits. Um, I recently went to go see the new It adaptation in the cinema. Oh yeah! So I was very mm-hmm. much high on the idea of uh, kids on bikes solving mysteries. It's a wonderful genre. So yes, it is a wonderful genre, and it's coming back. Um, so what I've decided to go for is to combine these two things: uh, kids on bikes and Matt Wilson. Oh, I think I know where this is going. Say it. I've picked Brian K. Vaughan and Cliff Chiang, Matt Wilson and Jared K. Fletcher's uh, Paper Girls. Yes. Excellent. There it is. Yeah. Um, It's kind of like steeped in that, well, kids on bikes solving mysteries. At least that's how it starts. We're currently in its fourth volume. We'll be opening up in a couple of weeks from when this episode gets released. It's fourth, like, uh, trade. Yes. Uh, We'll be starting up, yeah. And it's all about these four... um, Newspaper delivery girls, Erin, Mackenzie, KJ, and Tiffany, from this uh, fictional suburb. And while out delivering papers after the day after Halloween, they are kind of struck by mysterious uh, force. Hmm. Interesting things happen, and every time that you think you're kind of getting close to solving the mystery, it kind of just takes you in a completely different direction. Um, oh. Each volume is just kind of like, oh, and now, okay, we're going to this bit now, and it's just... It's almost exhausting with how crazy things can get. Yeah. And it just doesn't seem to have stopped. But I mainly love it. I mean, obviously, the plot and everything is great. But um, Cliff Chiang, I've been a big fan of his work since I read his Wonder Woman run with Brian Azzarello. I remember you gushing about that. (laughs) It was a good book. It was a very good book. So I adore his artwork anyway. Um, And then the work that Matt Wilson's been doing on this book, he has this great... Um, particularly in the second volume. It has this really nice pastel colours. Oh, okay. And it has this really nice... Because I think part of it kind of takes place towards, like, dawn and dusk kind of times. And just the colour of the sun is kind of always on the background, and it's so nice. (laughs) (laughs) Those colours, man. Those Mm, colours. Them colours. And, yeah, it's just a really fun mystery, because it is... Yeah, It's like, from the first issue, it was already almost silly. But now it just keeps on Mm. going, and it's like, oh... Okay, this is what we're doing now. Okay. Brian K. Vaughan is a, a, a diesel engine of comics creation. Yeah. So thing, you, I, you... I can't even tell when it's going to end. It's one of those kind of ones. It's like, it'll either finish really quickly or it's just going to go on forever like a soap opera like he's been doing with Saga. Those are the best ways to do it, really. And if we're going to talk about endings Ooh. in comics, mm-hmm. let me talk to you about one of the comics that just really takes a a sharp look at endings and how the artistic process of them goes. I've been reading a manga called Opus by Satoshi Khan. You son of a bitch. I was planning on recommending this at some point. I mean, he stole it from me as well. I must say it's in my top three all-time graphic novels. It's a beast of a comic. Uh, It's all about a manga, manga artist in Japan. He's writing up the last chapter of his comic, but... On one of the one of the pages of his manuscript, a tunnel appears in it, and one of his characters from the comic steals the last page where uh, he dies. The character and the comic is about him trying to get that page back, but it goes into much much more agonizing detail about the artistic process and endings and how the relationship between characters and their creator is more complicated than just simple um, lines on a page. I knew Jade loved this comic, so every time I was reading it, I was just thinking back to her and like what she must feel when she's creating a comic. I know, I, I've not really done a long form comic myself, but I know that, yeah, you get pretty attached to those 
those little guys on the page, but you still make their life a misery. You still want to inject a real hard drama into their lives. So when you have uh, characters in Opus turning around to their creator and saying, why can't we just have an happy ending? Why do why do people need to die in your stories? Why can't we just live our lives? And you're just guilt-ridden, wiping the sweat off your brow, like, well, I mean, you're not real, are you? You're, you're just, you're fictional people. Uh, but Satoshi Khan, people out there may have heard about his films, things like Paprika, Millennium Actress. Perfect Blue. Mm. Perfect Blue. Yeah, uh, Tokyo Godfathers. Tokyo Godfathers is so good. Mm. He does a lot of work based around sort of the warping of time and um, transportation across different planes and whatnot. And that's very evident here when he travels between the comic world and the real world. And it is a blast. So I, I highly recommend this if you're a creative person yourself. I I don't think I got the kick out of it that Jay did, but that does not lower the, the, the quality of this product. Of well, this for, me, for me, it broke me. Like, mm. I mean, I can't say much about the ending yeah. without spoiling just how fucking good it is but if you were able to read this before satoshi khan died like i, I don't think you could read the ending before he died could you no uh, I, think I think we only got it over here i think after he passed i kind of say what you mean about not being able to spell so much about that ending but it's obviously yeah. got, it's chock full of like these meta Mm. Yes. like it almost like folds in on itself yeah yeah mm. but like it's such a big thing for when, when you write a big book ending it is really difficult mm. trying to make something satisfying but also like satisfying yourself creatively mm. and so this just oh it broke me i'm just having a little breakdown thinking about it right now it's such a good book if you're a creative person just or a fan of satoshi Khan, you have to read it it's jade's top three i'm guessing it's josh's top Ten at least, probably oh, so at least top five. Top five, there you, there go. you go. I'm kind of into it too. So, Opus, check it out. Satoshi Khan. Ooh, man. Speaking of uh, startings and endings, we'll kick it off in just a second. Of course, you know, you probably know what I'm going to say by now. If you leave us, bitten by a radioactive podcast, a iTunes review, we will take that name that you leave on that review and we will turn it into a hero we will use it as the secret spices and ingredients for one of our superheroes so just leave us a review nice and simple and you too can be a hero speaking of which we do have a uh, reviewer a winner this week i saw so thank you very much to willowism thank you so much for your very kind words and the five stars that you gave us i hung them on me wall and i look at them every day and I think of you, Willowism. This must be a secret wall that doesn't exist in our apartment. So, I, I'm i back on board. I'm back in the driving seat. You guys, you did well. You had some good innings with your uh, generators. But now you're well rested after your vacation. Yes, I, we did have a few days. No, no, no. I mean, we had a few days at Thought Bubble. Uh. Wink. <laughs> wink. But you guys did really well. We had Baby Stoppy Montoya. And we had Serena Windwalker. Two top-notch heroes so you can pat yourselves on the back but now it's your boys home okay dean's back bring it on so you want to get some travel analogies out your system before we kick off or strap in okay i'm just gonna keep it nice and simple and i'm keeping it nice and simple with my um generator as well so how big do you like your muscles oh chunky rippling mm. how big do you like your beards trimmed yeah how wait how, hold on are you is this is this part of the questionnaire have you done yeah. a questionnaire prop <laughs> and it's like okay you like rippling muscles trimmed beards and okay yep yeah, this is gonna be your name not quite but i am oh. confirming i'm locking in our choice of prompt or my choice of prompt it's not your choice get out of here it's my prompt do you like long wet hair <laughs> ew no what gets, gets tangly well let's hope it doesn't get tangled because our Prompt today is the pro wrestling name generator. <laughs> oh no! Oh. Now we all have our favorite wrestler, which is of course Bonesaw from Spider-Man. Yes. He's ready. He's always ready. That, that was far more Scottish than I remember Bonesaw being. Well, you know, okay, I can give it another try if you want. No, no, no I think that's more like Fat Bastard from Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah. 
Wrong direction. Seminal work. So we're, we're going to make a, a wrestleman. We're going to make a pro wrestler. Well, at least take a pro wrestler name and then create a hero from it. Cool. So I have gemmed in Willowism's name. Once again, thank you for the review. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> it's a wrestling joke. That might be a little bit old. I hope people remember Mike Buffer. Anyway, shall we get a name? This is all sailing way over my head. Hey. Can, we do, can we do more Gladiators references? I feel as though like that's you, more my style. Can you keep your wrestling references to that specific wrestling match from Spider-Man? Um, did, did your wife make that costume? That that's very heteronormative of you. <laughs> I know. Did your boyfriend make that costume? Oh, there we go. Anyway, right. Your boyfriend is about to give you this uh, pro wrestling name. So, Widowism, uh, you have spawned the name Colossal... Lapetus. What? Colossal Lapetus. So that's L-A-P-E-T-U-S. What does it mean? Can you use it in a sentence, please? Um, The Lapetus is colossal. No, Dean. Lapetus is the third largest natural satellite of Saturn, 11th largest in the solar system, and the largest body in the solar system known to not be in hydrostatic equilibrium. Okay, Okay, so it's moon-based. Yes. Who is Colossal Lapetus? Third largest moon of Saturn. We got that information. We know what a Colossus is. I mean, to be fair, Colossus is a, is a pretty good wrestler name. So let's go from there. So I, I kind of want to move away from... To make, I mean, it's obviously a wrestling generator, but I keep on getting wrestler in my mind. But do we want to have as a wrestling hero? See, that's a good point. I'm thinking maybe more a wizard or a magic-based superhero. Okay, explain your reasoning. So, the moon and various uh, astrological objects are sort of big inspirations for magic, right? Yes. Right. Not speaking from experience, but yes. If you think about things like Sailor Moon, um, Saint Seiya. Sorry. Sailor Mars, sorry. Yep, go on. Um, Sailor Jupiter. No. (laughs) They're all using these celestial objects. So, I think... We can do something with this. Willowism hasn't give, given us a dud. No one's given us a dud. Leave us an iTunes review and we'll take your dud and shine it up real good. <laughs> I think we're just confused because you asked us if we like big rippling muscles and then you go, I'm going to make a weedy wizard. Ah, <laughs> but does it have to be a weedy wizard? I'll see you want a thing. colossal wizard. Muscle wizard, right? <laughs> Lapetus is a muscle wizard. Um, he uses magic a to augment his wizard. ripping... <laughs> Is, is that a, an Adventure Time character? No, I don't think so. Okay, because I know... like it should be, but... Yeah. yeah. I know they have a muscle princess. Maybe that's why I'm getting confused. Yeah, probably. But uh, Lapetus is a large... He could be either... What kind of age range do you want him to be, Jade? Give me mm. an age. Well, your birthday's just been... And so you're an old man now, so I guess this character could be an old man as well. You know, just 30. I'm dead. I'm so, I'm I'm dust in the wind, dust in the solar winds. So thirty, right? Cool. He he is a thirty-year-old muscle wizard. Maybe he drinks like um protein shakes that are made out of moon dust. Okay. Oh, mm, um, oh right. Ooh. Hold on a second, he's got Josh. It. By Jove, he's, he's got, got it. it. Maybe that's the secret to his magic. He makes uh lunar dust protein shakes, and that charges him up for the magic. Oh, can it be based off different planets? Because each planet has a different kind of atmosphere. Oh, uh, here if, we go. If you get me. Yes. And this was actually feeds into what I was going to say. I was going to say, do we have a wizard who becomes muscly? Or do we have a muscle person who becomes a wizard? <laughs> well, I think we all know the answer to that now, don't we? Yeah. So this pro wrestler, Coloss- maybe he was called like the Colossus or something. I'd really rather they just... Well, actually, hmm, I suppose most superheroes particularly from the mid-2000s, started with wrestling, didn't they? (laughs) Wrestling was big back in the day. Hmm. So I guess, yeah, okay, I'll accept that they have a wrestling background. Well, As long as they don't wrestle anymore. I'm not No, I don't don't think they'll wrestle anymore. It's a little bit played out. Or could they, maybe, not be the wrestler, but maybe, like, the support? Like a coach or something? Yeah, like a coach. They watch the wrestling. Or teach the wrestling teach the wrestling and then maybe oh maybe they really think like they've got this um 
they're looking after a wrestler who we'll give a name to and background later if this idea kind of sifts through. I'm going back to the generator as we speak. But Go like, on. Um, and they're seeing that their uh, wrestler's going to be, he's got a big match coming up. So they've decided to start kind of researching potential ways of being able to boost them legally. Oh. So he makes all these new kind of protein shakes. But in order to get it, it's kind of some kind of black magic that he kind of uses. Oh, God. If you if you go, I'm, if you kind of if you see where I'm going, literal black magic that he sort of scrapes off the void of space. Like he he's researching medicinal herbs or something, and then he just comes across this old dusty tomb with a padlock on it. Because <laughs> you know you got to really padlock your tombs. Yeah, right. Got to keep them in. And then, um, but maybe he like drinks one himself to try and taste yeah, you- and see. Oh, is this gonna taste alright? Yeah, no, this tastes pretty good. Oh, so the oh! muscles! Oh, oh my God! I'm a, I'm a wizard now. Maybe he drinks the lunar dust collected by Galileo <laughs> from his telescope that he cultivated over like the decades he spent staring at the stars. Right? That is Do, the exact kind of comics bullshit. Do you think that, we that need. just just staring at the stars through a telescope, you'll you'll just turn your telescope around one day and oh oh. Lunar dust, as I expected, as everyone knows who uses <laughs> telescopes, lunar dust just gathers maybe, on maybe the Maybe it travelled down on a moonbeam. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. I, listen, okay, so... We're, we're dealing with so, magic here, Jay. you got to suspend your disbelief a little bit. No, no, I've just got to descend into comics bullshit. Can one of the moons of Saturn maybe push off some sort of asteroid? And the asteroid crashes into the ring. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be entertaining as hell. I mean, I mean that's... We, we all love a good kind of radioactive asteroid that gives us powers. Hmm. Ooh. Ooh. No. No. I was going to say, can we go for some sort of like kind of weird firestorm kind of thing? Go on. Where it's two people. Oh, what? Like a bulky wrestler and a wizard in one yeah. body? Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like that's almost too on the nose for like a firestorm kind of thing. So I kind of want to move away from okay. it. But the wizard could then be from the moon. A moon wizard has come and imbued a wrestler with wizard powers? Yeah, but it could be like, instead of the typical, I've chosen you because you are pure of heart, it's just, I just want really big muscles, I'm tired of my weedy body. Okay, Jade, Jade's got a good thing here. So it, he is a wizard from the moon of Lepetus who has inhabited this, this very muscular uh, wrestling coach just because fucking who wouldn't maybe the wrestling coach nearly died in like the asteroid incident okay and he's just like oh let me save you whoa these these muscles are really good maybe there's a romance between them no 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 no. you can't have well then you've got a bit of a garnet situation going on and it's hard to tell that kind of story hmm yeah steven universe did it so well mm. i'd rather have like I, I prefer Josh's approach of, like, two people who kind of barely know each other, sort of. Like, for hmm. more selfish than pure reasons. Like, we've done our pure heroes. Like, I'd, I'd like the idea of this just not imbuing powers for pure reasons, just giving them because, in the trade-off, they get cool muscles. Yes. Okay. I, I, like, I like your approach to this, Jade. So, we have the Colossus and Lepetus, who are both individual beings, but Lepetus sort of does his magic trick and goes inside a colossus and gives him magical powers what kind of magical powers are we thinking sort of um augmented strength can he shoot lightning from his fingertips okay i mean he's a he's a solar hero well not a solar hero a lunar can he, hero. can he have like unlimited cosmic power but he just prefers to use his muscles maybe it's one of those situations where inside one body there's two different ways of accomplishing a goal so, for example, oh, there's there's a, a young woman trapped under a car. Well, Colossus will just lift that off him, but Lepetus wants to use fancy space magic to fly it off, and they're conflicted inside their own head. A bank is being robbed. Well, Don't you think it should be the other way around, then? If the space wizard is just like, yeah, I'm done with all this shit, I just want muscles so I can be strong, wouldn't, wouldn't the, the pro wrestler be like, can't we use some like weird magic shit to lift this car up? And the wizard would be like, <laughs> "Okay, that's dude, even better." Yeah, dude, I like what, that. You've got muscles; just use them. <laughs> so you got a magician who wants to use muscles, and a wrestler who just wants to use magic. Yes. Fucking hell! That is a Both- match made <gasps> in heaven. They've 
both become jaded with their jobs. Yes. Ah, there we go. Yeah, because wrestling is all about front. It's all about putting on a very good but sort of two-dimensional show. I don't know if you've ever watched wrestling, but there's not a whole lot of continuity and and a, a lot is ignored and just passed by and it can be real, real sad sometimes and real... For, especially for long-time fans, it's, it's, it can be hard to watch sometimes. And then you have Magic, which, of course, when you live with Magic all the time. Whoa, you're, you're flying on a moonbeam. You're, you're surfing in a crater. Yawn. I'm going to go to Earth and see what's happening there. Yeah. You, you fly to Earth on, a crate, uh, on a, an asteroid. Oh, shit, I just killed this, the most muscular man alive. <laughs> you're safe. You're fine. Let's fight crime. Why is he fighting crime, though? Well, I guess you said it yourself, like, for them, maybe the the front of wrestling has become too fake, and, mm. like, maybe they used to be okay with just, like, making a difference by telling fictional stories, but now they want to make a difference by actually saving people and actually hurting real bad guys, not fake bad guys who they actually go home and drink with afterwards. Again, you have two different motivations. That would be the motivation for Colossus. Mm-hmm. He, he wants to make an actual difference. Maybe he sees um, people auditioning for uh, wrestling roles from like uh, worse off neighborhoods, or he similar to a falafel biscuit. Maybe he he sees people with like bad families or bad backgrounds or people on their back, and he wants to help them. On the flip side, you have uh, Lepetus who wants to come to Earth and do something real exciting, mm. which is just fucking dealing with crime, taking out the trash, and living up to all those Earth. TV shows he's seen? Yeah, so well, maybe... Well, I was going to say, he's... yeah, like... Oh, no, you go ahead, Jay. Okay. But okay, I think we're probably so... on the same page. Well, I hope so. Um, I was going to say maybe he's quite isolated because there's, like, a higher power that's, like, you have these phenomenal cosmic powers and this itty-bitty living space on this moon, <laughs> hey. but, you, but you have a privilege and you cannot exploit it for your own personal gain. You are here to learn and study and develop magic, but you can't share this. And maybe like they sit there watching, watching their stories, their, their Earth stories on mm. the TV, and then they're like, yeah, fuck it, I want to go to Earth and do fun things. I'm bored of this. I also had another idea. Go on. And then, and then you can go, Josh. Um, okay. But maybe this wrestler is also quite smart. Hmm. Like, and maybe they kind of want to show, like, just because they're muscly, like, doesn't mean that, you know, wrestlers can't be, you know, intelligent people with valid opinions and whatnot. And so when this wizard possesses him and is like, nah, man, I just want to use your muscles. You're cool with that, right? He's like, no, what? You can, you can do magic. Teach me. I can do this. And, you know, so they have this real conflict of one of them wants to learn how to use the magic for the good of people. And then the wizard is just like, I just want to fuck around with muscles for selfish gains. <laughs> well, I mean, I've, I've got these things now. I'm going to, I'm going to pick up an entire post box. I'm just going to do this thing now. I'm going to throw a tire over a hill. I got it. I'm just going to yeah. use it. What are you thinking, Josh? Well, first off, I'd like to mention. I always had a similar kind of vision in mind. <laughs> From today, I saw a trailer for the new Blade Runner film. Oh, boy. And it was a short film that had uh, Dave Bautista wearing a pair of glasses. <laughs> okay. Dave Bautista is a famous wrestler. Yes. And for some reason, that just seems embodiment of Colossal Lapitus. Is yeah, just it does. Da- da- Dave Bautista pe- wearing a pair of glasses. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Back to what uh, my original point was going to be was um, I was thinking that maybe um, Lapitus is that am I pronouncing that correctly? Uh, let's say yes. Cool. Can he have like seen wrestling shows bounced off satellites? Yes. You could you always Ooh, okay. hear like things from other worlds, like oh they saw I can't remember what TV series it was. They did an episode where aliens saw this kind of old rerun of an old TV show because it was bounced off loads of satellites and they got it light years. You might be thinking of Futurama and Nanny McBeal. Yes, that is it. Um, Yeah, so basically think about that, but it's going to be like a wrestling show. Mm. And maybe that's what, um, maybe he sees this showmanship and decides to uh, hunker down and get his way to Earth. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Like, there's a lot of um, good versus evil in wrestling as it is, so it'd be be very easy to latch onto that and try and paint yourself as being... Man of the people. I mean, fucking hell. The people's elbow was—it's—it's it's their elbow. 
My elbow is your elbow. There's a lot, a lot of that flying thing. about. Jade, what, who's your favorite wrestler? Um, I mean, I want to say Bonesaw. You can't say Bonesaw. I can't say Bonesaw. Well, I wasn't going to say him anyway because he has a load of, you know, bimbo-y women that follow him around. I'm sure they all have great agency of their own, but let's face it, they were objects. Um, although they do give him chairs and they're like, fuck him up. So that was cool. Um, the only other wrestler I really know is um, Macho Man. Okay. Let's take an That's the element. only one I know, and the only reason I know it is because I've heard people do the dumb voice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Hmm. Let's take a, an element from Metro Man and put him on this hero, because in this comic, we're going to really wear our inspirations on our sleeves, I think. Okay. So, Macho Not Man... comic inspirations, in this case. Yeah. I don't think those will fit well. Nah, f- 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 fuck those. Like, put, sit in the corner, Brian K. Vaughn and Satoshi Khan. We're wrestling tonight. Reality of the ring breaks down. Satoshi just walks in. <laughs> oh, no. Satoshi has won the match. Everyone's screaming. This is just like Inception, they say. Wait a minute. No. <laughs> I swear Inception came first. I swear. <sighs> Matcha Man has his famous... Sleeves. Sleeves. Oh, yeah, his his uh, his tassels. Is that so, what you were going to say that way? I, I was... Grabbing it straight. I was going to say his theme music, you know, like. Na, 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 na. I forgot what it's called. I think that might have been a thing before Macho Man. It was, but he, t- <laughs> he kind of took it. Oh. But his sleeves. So, oh, maybe, um, maybe uh, Lapitus can see this costume worn by Macho Man Randy Savage. So when he comes to Earth, he's like, no, Colossus, we need a costume. Now, I am an expert in human fashion. And I got the best costume right here. And so... Boy, a fashion wizard. <laughs> no, we're, we're, we are perilously close to another great podcast that we shall not name right now, but it's got fashion wizards and shit in it. Just, oh, <laughs> I think the word you're looking for is flip wizard, but whatever. <laughs> so, Lapitus dresses Colossus in the famous jacket of Macho Man Randy Savage. He also puts on the trousers of famous wrestling trousers. The trunks, the the plain black trunks with the skull on the crotch of Stone Cold Steve Austin. I think that For those of you who aren't into wrestling whatsoever, I'm right there with you. <laughs> and he needs a piece of headgear from a wrestler. Um or maybe he can have Hulk Hogan's sunglasses, just like... Vetoing that, because I know enough about wrestling to know that he was a scumbag. I mean, he was outed as a scumbag later on. Well, try, I guess that, hey, look, that just solves everything. He beat up some gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> Lest we forget... Oh, I'm sorry, that, I that forgot he all saved about an entire theatre from gremlins. <laughs> he saved my theatre, though. How Mine. dare you? I apologise. No, no, I tell you I'm, what, I'm sure he's still a scumbag. He can have the face... Pe- uh, face paint of uh, the Ultimate Warrior. Oh, that's good. Solid. Why don't you give him like the the armbands and the the headband of that cool wrestling lady that I drew? I can't remember her name. Someone commissioned her. Bailey. Yeah. Can do. I mean, she's got like a simple like uh, sweatband. There you go. All right. Sweatband. But we need to get into the bread and butter of this. I'm wasting time yeah. with costume shit. So so we've <laughs> come up with their character dynamic, their duo dynamic, their hmm. powers. Sort of. Um, their motivation, we've got that as well. Yep. So oh, what about, what's their story, I guess? I was going to say, sorry, in terms of motivation, this could link into story. Can the asteroid that crashes give off some kind of weird wrestling waves? Some kind wrestling of weird radiation, radiation. Explain. And it, and it basically, all of the people training at this club get magical powers. Oh. Are you thinking allies or villains? Both. Or both. I was going to mention. That was my Maybe. idea. Oh, I've got it. I've K- got it. Kick I it, Jade. hit the story jackpot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cash Sorry, out, my Jade. brain's my brain's been a bit dead ever since you said the word wrestling. Um, so I'm back, baby. Uh, you say that, been... but you've you've been you've been pulling weight. It's okay. You mentioned flip wizards, and I'm I'm back in the game. <laughs> um, so what if not only does the asteroid send out wrestling waves as we're gonna call them wrestling waves wrestling radiation waves i feel okay. makes it sounds more serious maybe right. the maybe the uh the the asteroid itself is made of like wrestlenium yep that's what it's made <laughs> out of folks wrestlenium so 
The wrestlenium affects not only these wrestlers with superpowers and magic and bullshit, but it also perhaps makes their their perception warped and so they suddenly think from this point forward that everything that happened in the ring was real. Oh, great. Yes. So they start believing their own storylines and their own hype essentially. Yes. So you got one guy and he's he's the the bat. Oh, no, wait, we can't use bats. He thinks he's the armadillo. <laughs> he's like, "Superhero I'm, podcast, here's the bat." I'm Armadillo Arnold. And I'm here to roll all over you. And then he actually believes that he's part armadillo. Mm. And he wants to like actually roll over people. But now he's got the, the ability and the power to do it. Mm. But not only that, there's some sad element to it as well. Because those wrestlers, as I mentioned, that play villains, but then are best friends outside of the ring. And go for drinks every day. You know, they no longer have that. They suddenly really actually hate each other. Oh, no. Oh, no, Jade. Yeah. Get, we call get that some sad stuff. Up. We call that kayfabe in wrestling terms. What? Um, so kayfabe is what happens in the ring and on the show. So outside of kayfabe is, um, I think that's it. Okay. It's it's weird wrestling terms they used to use back in the day to sort of hide the fact that it was all fake. But everyone knows now, so it's fine. Cool. No one at me with wrestling terms. Um, everyone at Jade at wrestling terms because no. it'd be great. At BBR underscore podcast at Jaded Lyco. <laughs> That's fine. So one of you two can read the wrestling stuff. I'll forward them all to you. No. Jade, you say you went into this, but you've got some good ideas. Josh, we have done well with this Lapidus ideal. I, I I guess it sort of pandas to you a little bit being cosmic bullshit. So I, I was thinking we, we oh, I do need a cosmic hero at some point. Well, maybe this is the gateway to our yeah. cosmic universe. Oh, no. It's going to happen sometime, Jade. Well, maybe we could try and uh, look into this with how... Jade, have you thought of an ending in any way? Have your ending senses tingled at all? Well, no, but I did just have a really great idea for part of the cosmic. Oh. So the wrestling match when the uh, asteroid hit... <gasps> Does it get it's... broadcast? No, 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 no. No. Oh. No, no, no. It's taking place as part of a larger family-wide event and you know 110 over there's there's like a Cirque du Soleil kind of thing going on maybe like a <laughs> punk rock Cirque du Soleil oh. and then you know there's they seem to have a mascot it's they call it Ducky and it just wanders over to the wrestling because it's curious and when the <sighs> asteroid hits this Ducky becomes a duck man <laughs> and joins the fucking cosmic universe because oh, apparently my... that makes sense in comics I mean like, in Marvel, you have, like, the first dog in space being a character. Dog? Like, Co- Cosmo? I know, but you mentioned the the, the animal name. <laughs> oh, no. You mentioned this episode's secret word. <laughs> You've summoned him. Here he comes. I, I was kind of scared that Jay would be all like, Oh, next ring over at the train station, there's a dog. <laughs> well, he is now. Running well, actually, on a rail around the match is sidetrack. Tell me more about Muscle Duck. Muscle Duck. I was just making a terrible Howard the Duck reference. I actually think there is actually potential. Not entirely, but what <laughs> happens if we haven't got a villain anywhere, but okay. this final villain and Colossal Lapidus are gonna have to they're gonna fight at some point. What happens if the match is broadcast across the cosmos? To... Yes. Everyone. I'm thinking a bit like the end of Gurren Lagen. Mm-hmm. Mm. Where they're kind of just like massive kind of spirits in the sky. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. So everyone you know I mean? sees yeah. it. It's... Everyone. And it basically Why uh... would this happen then? So like I'm I'm saying like with the other wrestlers, they'd all be like small time villains, I guess, hmm. in the story. Can the um order where Lapitus came from come back to try and restore order? Mm-hmm. Like they see the wrestling and think it's too primal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They need to restore kind of stability and they think right. that all of the showmanship and stuff is far too chaotic i'm uh, just a little sidebar by the way all i can imagine sidebar no. <laughs> uh just a little side note all, all side I can... note <laughs> shut up <laughs> yeah from various dogs of various sides all i was gonna say is I various sides <laughs> for fuck's sake <laughs> so many dogs look dogs? all i was gonna say is Fucking these, uh, the lab, 
the Laputians or whatever they were. Uh, Laputians. Should we call them the Order of Laputus? Yeah. All, all I was going to say is they were. All I can think of when I see them is the uh, Lord Green Men from the Flintstones. Oh, what the Great Gazoo? Yeah, that's all I can see. Okay. Entire planet of them. Just imagine give them wizard hats then. Imagine Owa, but a little bit more pathetic. I was envisioning something more along the lines of like the Unseen University from Discworld. Oh. I was talking about you those know. those neutral people from the neutral planet. <laughs> and when you throw all of those in a cauldron, <laughs> Jane has a hard time drawing them. Yep. <laughs> Great stuff. <laughs> oh, so, okay, it's broadcast across the universe. Yep. Um, I think that's a great idea. How do we build this up? Um, I yeah, think that, that was my question. Like, how do we get from fighting small time wrestling, restoring them to their reality? Maybe to fighting a big ass villain. Oh, wait, hold on. I think I might have my eleventh hour idea. Yes, please. Um, basically, Lapitus is maybe he wants to kind of maybe record all of what happens um, on Earth in like some sort of database. It's kind of like a shared cloud kind of thing. With Magical keeps... social media. Okay, but he keeps calling it his holiday photos. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's the greatest thing all over. A little straw hat. Hmm. So maybe like this knowledge is getting kind of sent back to the order who decide to come back. See, I have a contrasting idea. Okay, punch it. Maybe that he fights an actual wrestling villain. So um, somehow he's fighting another one of these um, wrestled up wrestlers and the fight goes around the streets or like another location. It actually manages to find its way into the ring. And with all the crowd going off, the crowd thing is part of the show. Um, Colossal Lapitus is fully hyped and he defeats this guy like properly outside of kayfabe and he, for some reason the bell rings like even the the refs are into it they're like yeah fuck yeah you win and then from that he transmits in his um in his excitement in his hype he transmits a message all over the, the universe like yes I'm the best you can't defeat me this is my planet this is my oh, home. It, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't be me. It should be us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is our plan. finally kind of work together. Yeah. And so... I prefer to kind of combine those. So, like, it would be weird if you just heard suddenly one dude go, this is our planet out of nowhere. Wouldn't it be better to have mm. the whole fight broadcast, as Josh said? Hmm. Or maybe there's, like, a build-up there. Maybe um, the holiday photos, quote-unquote, most of them are them solving the crimes. And it, it gets right. uploaded to this database, and maybe there's um, an incident back on uh, a Lapata. La, I can't remember. Well, it's, the fuck. it's pretty much Saturn, isn't it? Lapatus. Yeah, Lapatus. There's a um... dangerously close to like Laputa or something. I know that's <laughs> why I'm getting, getting confused. So back on Lapatus, maybe there's um, a bit of an uprising going on there, and they break into the the servers or the storage of where all these photos are, and they see them. These these evil alien invaders. And then, of course, they will go on to uh, defeat the guy in the ring and issue the challenge across the universe, and fucking shit would happen. Oh, so that would open it up in cosmological bullshit story that you want? Yeah, I think it would pretty much turn into Ultimate Muscle after that. I think so. (laughs) Ultimate Muscle (laughs) with magic. That was pretty magical anyway, wasn't it? Um, I mean, magical as in, like, sparkles and twinkles. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, magical in the sense of, that is magical. Hmm. Man, I would love to do another episode on Colossus uh, Lapitus, but I fear our time is up. I'm hold sorry. on, hold on. I think we, we need to do one more thing. Go okay. on. And that is to establish who the big final fight is. Uh, the final fight as in the last fight in the comic or the final fight in like the one he has in the ring to issue the statement? Yeah. Which uh, one? The one that gets broadcast like across time and space because surely that needs to... Like, why is it broadcast? I'm I'm struggling to understand that. Like, if it's just mm. a small wrestling federation and they're all going out and committing Ooh, small crimes because they okay. suddenly think they're villains, you know. Maybe. I think Josh has his 12-hour idea. <laughs> Could it be that um, basically working with Lapitus has pretty much kind of reignited Colossus's interest in the sport? Hmm. Mm-hmm. And basically, they kind of get caught up in their own hype. So... Oh, I like that. So Lapitus decides to create them their own promo video. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. And they kind of broadcast it out as like a that kind of thing. Like Maybe a as like a warning yeah. or something. Like 
you stay away from this planet. This is our planet. Colossus, uh, Lapitus, we guard this planet. This is ours. No, and no, that's you... the bottom line. I had, I had an idea. I had an idea. Oh. Maybe they get, maybe, <laughs> okay, maybe um, Lapidus, the, so I'm talking about the wizard here, is um, like, hold on, okay, this body, how how is it with uh, the old liquor? And they go out on the piss, <laughs> and he's like, hey, you know, it'll be a really funny idea is if we do, we, we need to make the new intro video for you, because you're souped up with me inside you. <laughs> not, but not like that, dude. Not uh, like that. But, uh, hey. but we need a new video. And, and Colossus is like, yeah, what the fuck not? Because they're both fucking pissed. And they make a new video. And accidentally, instead of just putting it on local TV, Lapidus broadcasts it to the cosmos. Okay, I like that. I like that a lot. Yes. I think that would lead to the, the fight. The big fight yes, in the ring. Absolutely. Yeah. That's that's way better. And that's how If I do say so myself. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've we've weaved a lot of ideas together in this episode. So mm. uh, they would drunkenly issue a challenge to the entire universe and then the first guy comes down into like a wrestling ring expecting Colossus Lapidus to be there, but it's just some average schmuck wrestler, some jobber. Mm. And then um Maybe Colossus and Lapidus see this on TV and they're like, shit, that's our opponent. We, we better get down there to, yeah. to Madison Square Garden, brother. And then they head all the way down there and then the big fight happens. Maybe that incident is also also on Galactic TV as well. It's like, oh shit, they are the real deal. Well, it could be like the villain who comes down from space brings his own hype crew. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and decides to kind of broadcast it from there. I will add that this final fight would also have a mandatory sort of moral message in the final attack of you have to combine your strength with your intelligence. Brains and brawn. Yeah. Wow. So inspirational. All you need is your own intergalactic wizard and you too can <laughs> overcome all your troubles in your well, life. Yeah, Holy crap. I, I, th- I feel like I say this a lot, but we really pulled that out of the back, guys. <laughs> just as soon as you said the name <laughs> we, just, we couldn't come up with shit I thought we were going to have another like Stone and Muller situation where we just mull about for, <laughs> where we just hey. sort of like mill about for a bit like what the fuck is this what the fuck is this and then it's like whoa hold on yeah. here's an idea man Stone and Muller was fun instead occasionally you'd say the word side and Josh got very excited <laughs> which I found hilarious yeah that happened for about two hours and then we got back on topic yeah. Yeah, that's right, Josh. That's right. Next time. <laughs> I'll, I'll get you next time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Um, recap, basically, Colossus Lapidus is a two souls in one body kind of dealy. Colossus is an ex-wrestler um, who's gone on to coaching, but he's feeling a little bit disillusioned with his job. Uh, Lapidus comes from the moon of Lapidus, where there is a, an entire civilization of space wizards who after seeing a viewing of a wrestling tv show decides to head on to the excitement of earth and inhabits the body of colossus the wrestler and then they get drunk and do a load of shit it's quite interesting you should really listen to the rest of the episode um do you want to do a little bit more of a recap no i think we're good (laughs) ding 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 episode over everybody go home (laughs) uh before you go home though before you go home tap out and um job out all that stuff a few favors of course as always um oh thank you so much for listening i know i said that before but let me reiterate thank you so much if you could leave us an itunes review that'd be super super pleasant of you and you will have your name used like willow wisdom today thank you so much willow wisdom what a hero what a hero you too will have your name used as the basis for one of our heroes so go ahead Make podcast history. Make our podcast history. You can also that give us. That sounds a... vaguely like a threat, though. <laughs> Leave us a review. God no, no, no. It. I mean, make our podcast history, as in. Oh no! <laughs> no, I mean, I mean good history. Doomed. I mean, make it good history. Um, you can also leave us a five-star review, which won't make history, but it will. It will be real, real swell of you. Also, very much helps. And also, you can uh, pass on the word about our podcast as well. Word of mouth. Give us a little uh, tweet or a little Facebook sp- uh, status or whatever. Just share the word. It still helps. Word of mouth is still a powerful force in 
this day and age of uh, super hyper compu global meganets. That, that was your more technical travel analogy mm-hmm. there. I, <laughs> I still got them. If you're, uh, if you're into art and wrestling, then uh, check back with our Twitter and our Tumblr on um, Friday following this episode. And I'll have uh, a fresh, hot new piece of art as well. Yes, I actually cannot wait to see what um, Colossus Lepitus is going to look like. (sighs) (laughs) All that's left for me to say is that you have been bitten by a radioactive podcast. I am Dean the Muscles McKnight. I'm... Jay, Jay. Oh, hold hold on, guys. Hold on. Jay, what are you doing? I can help. Oh, sorry, Jay. Hold on. What? Wait, what's going on there? Jay? Hi guys, uh, Jade here. Um, so I'm really sorry. I left a clone with you guys for this whole episode. What? Did she do okay? Oh, I didn't even notice. She did splendidly. I'm really sorry. She's like, she's so not into wrestling, but I overheard a little bit and like, such a shame. Wait, are you no, into I'm wrestling? Not. I'm super into wrestling. Oh my god. I thought god. she was struggling with the ending. Normally, normally yeah. Jade's just bring up endings really easily. Oh my god, who's your favorite wrestler? Uh, well, it's all lies. Ignore that. It's fine. Um, oh, I think I need to go. There's a lot of thought bubble prep. Like that's why I've, you know, cloned another me uh, so mm-hmm. that you know she Smart. can help me pack and everything. So I'm Jade Sarson. I'll be going. See, see everyone at Thought Bubbles or have seen at Thought Bubble. She, she's Jade Sarson, <laughs> and I'm Josh Rippling Randall. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> oh, and I will see you all next episode. Ladies, guys. Bitten by Radioactive Podcast is a project dreamt up and hosted by Dean McKnight, Jade Sarson, and Josh Randall. It is edited by both Dean and myself. And last but not least, where would we be if I didn't mention to leave us an iTunes review? It would be really cool if you did. You will get turned into a hero, and you will be a a kind of hero anyway to us. Uh, So until next week, don't forget you can contact with us, uh, bbr underscore podcast. Uh, And see you next week.